With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cool. Hey, Lang. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Another Morris Night Zone podcast. This will be number four. Yes. But I'm going to stop counting. Okay. Uh, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm feeling great. You said you were going to tell me something about a sales call you were on just a second ago. Uh, actually, it wasn't a sales call. It was, we are celebrating Liza's upcoming nuptials. So we did a little office girl luncheon with some, you know, nice bubbly, you know, kind of thing. Nice. Yes. Well, listen, Liza, a shout out on yes. the podcast. Yes. She's getting married in two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks. She's been engaged all this time? Yes. Yes. Wow, um, yeah. And we're all flying out to her wedding in North Carolina. So it's a destination wedding kind of? It is. Of? Yes. Wow, yeah. man. So she must be like rich because she's going to send for you guys to all go out there then. <laughs> No, we're all paying our way. Let me just tell you, people, friends of mine who are thinking about getting married at a place other than the Bay Area, I'm going to need a plane ticket. Oh, man, don't be cheap. <laughs> Do it for your friend. And make a weekend of it. I mean, you know, it's you're celebrating something beautiful, a beautiful union, the love in the air, and you can also have a good time. Like, I've never been in North Carolina, and I'm headed there, and it's like, what? Oh, I yeah, guess you're... it's like you're... a beachside wedding. Guess you're right. In the, a beachside wedding. Yes, yes. I've been to a wedding that was near the Delta in Stockton. Okay, that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. That's like saying I went to a wedding in Lake Tahoe by a lake. Right. You know? <laughs> so no, is... we go cargo barge went, no, went, yeah. went sailing by. It was no. like 110 degrees out. <laughs> this is this is a beachside wedding, so I'm super excited. She's super happy, and you know, we just took her out to celebrate her. Um oh, we almost forgot. What? 80s lyrics challenge. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm a little rusty today. Gotta, well, I guess you were at the the the, the, and, the wedding celebration know, thing and uh, had some bubbly. So yeah. this, this might this might throw your your, your right, 80s lyrics challenge give it to skills. Me. Let's see what happens. Here we go. Love is like a bomb, baby. Come and get it on. Loving like a lover with the radar phone. Looking like a tramp, like a video vamp. Demolition woman cannot be your man. Right there, Elaine. I know, right it was there. like right there last time, and I still bombed it. Oh. Uh, demolition. So come on. Take bottle. Shake it up. Break the bubble. Oh, uh, pour some sugar on me? There you go. Def Leppard. There you go. Yes! How can I forget? <laughs> Def Leppard, hello. Elaine is an 80s lyrics <laughs> master. That's right. As we as we get ready to head into this this extra long three day holiday weekend, you got anything planned? Uh, I got baseball with my kiddos, mm -hmm. and then I will be enjoying some downtime, um, hanging out at the bait club. Very yeah. cool, man. Yeah, you guys always do really cool stuff as a family. Uh, a couple, you guys do lots. Of, lots we of try, good stuff. we try, but you know, you pay that big old membership, and you really don't go. Yeah, my so, husband goes because so he go. goes to the gym. But, so so do yeah. go. So yeah. do go. 
Uh, tonight, I'm actually, I have a show tonight. Oh, sweet. Where? With the band at a place called Piano Fight in San Francisco. Oh. It's a Bob Dylan tribute show. Oh, sweet. I bet you have so much more appreciation for his music. And it's good for my soul, Elaine, because <laughs> I was getting down on myself about a missed opportunity from literally decades ago. Back in the 80s, I was in an R&B band, if you will. We were kind of like an R&B synth pop band. Yeah. And, you know, we were always trying to get a record deal, but we were always sending our demos to major record labels, labels mm-hmm. who never took stuff unsolicited, mm-hmm. but we'd send it to them anyway. And uh, I only learned <laughs> recently how all these local rappers were putting out their records. And it didn't occur to us back then, but, you know, Too Short, Ice-T, N.W.A. Remember Egyptian Lover? Yes. <laughs> you know, all these guys on the West Coast were getting their records pressed up because there was a record label in Southern California in the 80s that was basically take anyone's demo and press it up and, and distribute it. it. And all you had to do was send them your demo and $1,000 and they would totally press it up and distribute it. And if, if the song became successful, then you're, you're, then you're on. Then you're on and you're in. <laughs> yeah, and if you really don't know how it works... Just watch the history of NWA and how Easy E got it done. But you know what? Other groups like that you may have heard of, uh, Time X Social Club mm-hmm. put out their first record there. Club Nouveau oh. put out their first record on Maycola Records. Wow. Tony, Tony, Tony. Their very first record is on Maycola Records wow. out of LA. And they, you could just send them a demo and they, and they would do it for you. Meanwhile, my friend and I camped out at a record company all day long waiting for a record exec to come out who never came out. His receptionist just kept saying, oh, just wait a few more minutes, he'll be here. He went out the back door, dude. Yeah, of course. He but wasn't. we were like 16, 17, 18 years old, you know, thinking, okay, hey, you know, this is going to be some kind of fairy tale story. And it was lame. That's almost as bad as me sleeping in front of a warehouse. Remember the warehouses? I totally remember warehouses. To get front row tickets for like New Kids on the Block. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Tell me you got them. Yeah, we did. We did. But (laughs) our parents would like rotate because somebody would sleep in their car in front, like in the front row parking of like the store. Meanwhile, all of us are like with our um, new kids on block sleeping bags, you know, on the floor. Like we were totally homeless (laughs) in front of the store because it was, remember Bass Tickets? Yes, Yes. Bass Tickets. (laughs) And there were some inside of warehouse stores Uh for all of you who don't know. That was a music store. That's right. it was like, at, at, at their peak, they were like the rival to Tower Records. Yeah, Tower Records. But when I was a kid, I used to go buy my records at Rainbow Records. Do Rainbow. Of course I remember okay. Rainbow Records. So, wow, I just really dated myself here. Um, so yeah, so we would spend the night in front of the warehouse, and then depending on what time you arrived, that was your place in line. Right. And then as soon as the doors opened, you like ran to the back of the store to you know buy your tickets and of course now the parent is struggling because they're the ones with a credit card right 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 they're trying to keep up one concert that's when i learned that you're supposed to do one transaction if you all want to sit together that's right you can end up scattered around if you guys don't buy them all at one time the very first time we all ended up scattered that would suck we all had like you know our 35 (laughs) dollars you know two two 20 dollar bills in our hands right to, to pay for these tickets and and then I didn't know that we had to pull our money together right. so that we could all sit in the same row. And right. we were all devastated. But, you know, it was a great time anyway. You live and learn. You live and learn. But then for the next time it happened, mm-hmm. then we had one parent with a credit card. Right. And then she did one transaction for all of our tickets. But we still had to camp out in front of the warehouse 
to get, you know, first dibs on That's tickets. one thing I never did. I never camped out because I never had parents that were willing to do that. Go, but I know, mean, buy, these, these were like, like, you know, the Beatles of our era, right? That's right. You know, before so the, the whole world and the wanted to be boys. at those shows. Exactly. And then they also had good acts. Like, I remember one of them was... Dino. Summertime. I love Dino. Um, Summer Girls. <laughs> and then the Cover Girls were another one. Cover they, Girls were awesome. They both opened for them at Oakland. Is that the right? Oakland Arena. I saw yes. I saw Cover Girls. I saw Sweet Sensation. Yes. I saw Dino. Um, the first big concert I ever went to was not the Purple Rain Tour. Oh, what was I it? I couldn't make it to that one for whatever reason. Oh, what? Was very, that the Cal Palace? It was at the Cal Palace, yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Cal the Pals. first, and it's still there. That's right, that's right. And uh, no, the the very first big giant artist show I ever went to was Madonna. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Really? Eighty seven. That was your first. That big was my. Show. Fir- that was my first big show. Everything else was like all this underground stuff I was listening to. Oh, dude, Nitzrab's coming, or oh, dude, you know Depeche Mode, or oh, dude, you know the Cure's gonna gonna be here, or New Order, or whatever, you know. It was it was not anyone major. It wasn't well, Michael Jackson. It wasn't Whitney Houston. You know. I think the very first concert I ever went to. Oh man, this is really dating myself. Stop saying that. Every was at everyone the listening to this Circle podcast. Star <laughs> is like theater. they were there. Do you remember that Circle Star? Yes, the Circle Star Theater where the stage I totally rotated. remember the Circle Star. It was in San Carlos, like yeah. literally next door to and my town. And who was it right? that you saw at the Circle Star? Oh boy, Lisa, Lisa McCold Jam. Wow, wonder if I take oh, you home. Oh my gosh, I was in heaven. And then, love, you know, it was such a small venue mm-hmm. that it was so intimate. And she did every hit, you know. And I, I oh God, I can't even, rem- I can remember very clearly what I was wearing, too. What After the sh- in the world was Elaine wearing at the Lisa Lisa and Cold Jam show? I was wearing, <laughs> I was wearing, um, I was I want to see if, every, if everyone else listening to this podcast was wearing what Elaine okay, was wearing. I was wearing jeans and I had a white shirt. I think it was, yeah, it was a t-shirt. And then I had a jean jacket. What with kind of like, t-shirt? Did it say Corona on it? No, no. <laughs> Are you kidding? I wasn't even 15. I was like 12 when I saw I remember wearing a Corona shirt from Miller's Outpost yeah. of the eighties. I had one, but yeah. I wasn't, you know, twelve. Sure, I was like yeah. fourteen or fifteen or something. Right. Um, and then I had my jean jacket, and it had all these buttons wow. you know, from different things. And then I had a black, like bolero jacket. I mean, a hat on my head. Wow. And I, I, I thought I just looked like wow. I looked like a million bucks, but you probably did. I gotta I, see a picture of this. I know. I gotta find it somewhere. But then after she performed everything, everybody like. Bum rushes the back because her bus is there. Right. And I remember that. And they were so cool. Like she was signing autographs and stuff. And so, like, she signed, you know, like, you know, something that I had bought. I don't know. It was like an album cover or something that I bought. And so she signs it. And then, you know, obviously, you know, I grow up and, you know, and then I'm back in the radio world. (laughs) And then I see her at a freestyle show. And I was like, oh my God, you were my first artist that I ever saw and I went tickets on the radio and she's looking at me like okay you know I'm all I just wanted to say that the full circle now look yeah. I'm an adult and yeah. I don't even have to like you know yeah win tickets like right. I'm here backstage with you right. and she was like oh thank you and she looked the same and Lisa, she's Lisa. saying the same and I'm all wow like this is this I is think I remember awesome. seeing Lisa Lisa at like Great America yes. or something like that they used to Back do a cool show at the Redwood Amphitheater okay 
And it was like, it was Dino. Okay, yeah. And they had Lisa Lisa. Yeah. And they had like Sweet Sensation. Right. And, and all of the, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, oh. Tell like, me you still have the autographed copy of the Lisa I, Lisa record. I do. Is it in a frame I, in your I, studio no, somewhere? No, no, but I, I do still have it. Get it. And frame I, it. I know. It's I should. Cool. I should. There's a lot of things. Like all the pictures that I've met from people that come mm-hmm. into the studio, like, I need to really like put those all together. You probably should. They're, they're like all over the place. At least is Lisa Lisa like the the biggest '80s artist you ever met? Um. Well, at the time before the my time. radio days, yes. What about even since you've been in radio? Oh yeah, like Stevie B's a staple. Oh yeah, dude. You yeah, know? sure. Steve, we used to you, do these do cool, all this freestyle. We we used to do this cool single the Maya broadcast downtown San Jose. Uh huh. Like, yeah, I remember that. Cruise the Boulevard and yeah. all that, right? And so we used to do a broadcast at Emma's Tacos. Remember, wow. Emma's used to be upstairs, yeah. and then okay, so we used to do the broadcast downstairs, and like you know, he would come by and hang out with us, and. I, I was just in heaven. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> the coolest, I don't think it wears off, but it's like, it never oh my wears gosh. off. Like, Every time you go back to those memories yes. and you go back to those times that you met one of your favorite yes. artists, especially an '80s artist, you, totally. you 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 physically and emotionally feel exactly where yes. you were. The the biggest '80s artist that I met, or at least was most important to me at the time when I met this person. When I think about the memory of meeting this person, I I can still feel it to this day. It was like one of the first people I ever really met legitimately. Not just hi bye, but like, you know, wow. Hi, my name is It was like right <laughs> when I it? got in radio in nineteen ninety, they were promoting their brand new album called X. The band is in excess. Oh. I met Michael Hutchins. I was gonna say Hutchins like and you have a picture of him. Yes, I do. If, yes. if people want to check out the picture of me and Michael Hutchins, yes. um, he looks really cool. I look really geeked out because, uh, frankly, I was. Uh, meet Michael Hutchins, yes. dude. I mean, like, you know, I remember, you know, buying his That's records, like, whoa. buying, you know, NXX records back in the early 80s. Yeah. And here we are, you know, one of the first people I meet as soon as I get in radio. And, you know, it's like the perfect picture of me and Michael mm-hmm. Hutchins. He was such a cool dude, man. It was funny because um, at that time, um, remember that expression that, that you know, rappers were always saying, that word to your mother? Oh. Actually, it was it was vanilla ice that was running around. <laughs> word was, to your mother. I was going to say rapper. I was going to slap like, that I dude. Like, <laughs> I was like. Thank you. Vanilla Ice. Robert Van Winkle, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> he can redo your garden now. <laughs> exactly. So, for some reason, I said, word to your mother. And he cracked up when he heard that. <laughs> I'm glad he cracked up. Yeah, exactly. At least he cracked up. And he said it right back at me in his really thick Australian accent. Word to your mother. <laughs> and that's right when that picture's being being taken. Awesome. Because I'm laughing and he's kind of laughing. And uh, that was... Probably uh, the biggest '80s artist, you know, in, in there as they were about to go into their '90s. But uh, he was the biggest '80s artist I ever met. That I was totally like, wow. But last year, or was it two years ago, when we had the '80s tour here, mm-hmm. we had you know like Rick Astley, we had um, Boy Men George, at, Men at Work, Boy mm-hmm. George, mm-hmm. you know, all of these people, and you're like, what? You know, what? that was a little mind blowing because those were artists, all of them, Boy George and all of them, Romantics and Mike Score from Flock of Seagulls, yeah. you know, who used to have the big crazy hair yeah. and now it's, it's all yeah. shaved off and just like you know I, I just remember that video vividly in my mind for i ran so far yeah. away yeah and i'm just like I, I remember doing a facebook live with him and he was mm-hmm. that damn cool i'm yeah. like like hey mike want to do a facebook live yeah let's do it 
And of course, you always remember when you heard the song for the first time. Oh, how many times have you heard it? Like, you yeah. would, you know, play it over and over and over, or you listen to the radio and make your own little tape, yeah. you know, because you wanted to play it back. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, recording stuff off the radio. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I think every era has its greatest artists and their greatest moments. But I, I truly believe that the 80s. And probably because we were growing up then, there were it was so impactful for us. Yeah. That it was such a decade where everybody could be so expressive and be so included. Like mm-hmm. you had artists from England and mm-hmm. you had artists, you know, from here in the US and, mm-hmm. and, and it was such a great melting pot and it was it's always music has always been, you know, a, an avenue for People being united, you and know? it was easy for us to focus on our favorite music and our favorite artists because you know we weren't there weren't that many distractions back no. then. You you were either into music, you were into going to movies and TV, yeah. or you were into sports, right? You know, you know, you didn't have all this other no. stuff going on constantly, so you could really, truly, uh-huh. intimately fall in love with your favorite yeah. music and your favorite and the, and the people that made that music. And we got the best of both worlds also in that decade where we incorporated music and we brought in. The TV part and video, we, video like the whole so MTV, you, you know, like what That's when what they made they real like, videos? You know? Yeah, when you actually needed a video to right. get your record to be bought. You exactly. Know? So bringing it around full circle, you know, the, this inspiration that I have for doing this show that I have to do tonight, have to do that I'm honored to do tonight. Leaving in the past, the missed opportunities of camping out in record companies, and but sharing the same camping out feeling that you were camped out yeah. for when you were trying to get the new kids on block tickets, which yes. is, I think more people can relate to camping out for concert tickets than they can and what me and my geeky friend were doing in, in, <laughs> in the lobby of a record company. <laughs> no, but if you're a musician, you would do that. Dude, we were kids of the 80s, believe it. Mm-hmm. And one way or another, when it comes to camping out for stuff, we were doing it. Be it making we were music. doing it for what? For the love of music. There you go. That's what you and I have in common. We iHeart music. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we iHeart music <laughs> very deeply. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as we head into the weekend, yeah, I've got that show going on t- uh, tonight. I'll tell you all about it. If we get, if we get some video uh, of it, I'll make sure you find out about it. Well, thank you very much for hanging out in the Morris all Night good. Zone. And uh, we'll talk to you on the very next one. We'll have, uh, that's right, I have to make sure that people know how to find me online. Yeah. They can find me on Twitter, Morris Night 80s. They can find me on uh, on the IG Simply Morris Knight. Just, Just Morris Knight. Simple as that. Um, Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash Morris Knight on the radio. And iHeart80sRadio.com keyword Morris. Morris. Right. I didn't forget. <laughs> Neither I did. did I. <laughs> Have a great weekend, Elena. I'll talk to you next time. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.